Hi, thanks for downloading that B Word podcast. This is your beautiful bipolar host, Becky. It's been quite a week, or a weekend, I should say, here in Becky land. So some of you might remember that my father has been fighting illnesses here for the past year or so. And this past weekend, of course, Father's Day weekend, we had a big scare and it turns out that he's got a massive infection and is again hospitalized. So that's not great, but it does look like they were able to catch it and uh, get him antibiotics and hopefully he's going to be on the mend now. Although, now, it's interesting how this has affected me as far as mood goes. Part of me wants to think that I did not feel enough, um, probably because I'm so used to feeling too much, but I was able to stay pretty stable and, um, I haven't had any mood episodes or problems. I haven't slipped into depression and it's unfortunate that, you know, it took an episode like this to, you know, make me realize it. But, um, I do think that I'm in a pretty good place right now as far as mood episodes go. And that's, you know, it's exciting and scary <laughs> and um, unfortunate timing, I think. But, you know, every cloud has a silver lining or whatever, I guess is what they say. So we'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully I continue to stay stable and my father continues to get better and... Everybody is just going to be a big, happy family. <laughs> so one interesting bit of news to come out this week is that the World Health Organization has officially classified gaming disorder as a mental illness. I'm sure that there are a lot of gamers out there who are saying that that's complete, complete bullshit, <laughs> but... I don't know. Let's take a look at how gaming disorder differs from regular gaming, according to the WHO. Includes persistent and recurring gaming. Well, I'm going to have to say that most gamers fall into that category, even ones that don't have a disorder. So let's keep going. Impaired control over when and how often to play. Okay. Uh, now we're getting into disorder territory, I think. Uh, if you can't control yourself it, or you feel compelled to play video games, then that could be a sign of something. The next statement says, giving video games precedence over other activities, including necessary ones like work and school. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. If you're not able to make it to work because you stayed up until... 5.30 in the morning playing video games, well, you're going to have some problems in life that's going to cause you some severe problems. 
Um, and it kind of plays into the last classification, which says continuing to play, even if there are negative consequences, like getting fired from your job, for example. And I have to say, I've known people who I think qualify for this diagnosis, or at least have qualified for this diagnosis at some point in time. I know that there's a lot of people out there who probably that that don't like this particular uh, move on the part of the WHO. I think, though, this video game disorder is being compared to uh, a gambling disorder, um, which has been recognized for quite some time. And it stands to reason, if you, the way I think it about it anyway, because if you're talking about gambling, you're talking about um, the instant gratification of when you get that dopamine rush, you get um, that uh, interplay with your senses, and you get all those things with video games too. That's why people are always trying to gamify things that they don't like to do, right? Like work out or clean the house, or whatever it may be. Another thing to consider is that a lot of people, and I know I've done this, use video games as a way to either alleviate anxiety or cope with depression, or things of that nature. Um, And it can be used as a therapeutic tool as well. I've spoken to people who um, have actually used it legitimately how to use in therapy, especially with children. So I think that while it's possible that you can develop a gaming disorder, it's probably um, more of a symptom than it is an illness unto itself. Like I said, it's often used as a coping mechanism. And in that case, it's going to be more of a symptom of depression or anxiety, this over-dependence on video games. So I think that there's something to this diagnosis, but I think it misses a few things. So the interview today is with Becky Shina. She is a part of the Slack group at BipolarParty.com. Feel free to come and check it out if you like. And I wanted to speak with her specifically today because of her experiences with um, ECT or electroconvulsive therapy. And because that is something that she has had experience with. So I hope you uh, enjoy this and find it as informative as I did. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm still a little tired, but that's all right. Well, let's start with how did you come to think like that as an option? Yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. So, like, I did it. So I was hospitalized like twice in Chicago and the second time it was brought up by my psychiatrist who I still have now and I wanted to do it but like I did it once and I was scared and so I chickened out Mm -hmm. so then the second time I thought about it and I was just like, can we try it again? 
And he was just like, okay, because it was just getting out of control. And I was Mm -hmm. on too many meds, and I was just, like, downward spiraling, and it was just, like, it was a big clusterfuck. And the first ECT doctor that I had was leaving, and a new ECT doctor at the hospital I was with came in, and he was, like, really cool, a really young doctor, and I was just like, okay, let's do this. And mm-hmm. I was just getting really desperate because I was just like, I don't know what else to do anymore. And, um, you know, I went in, and I was consistent this time. I wasn't scared anymore. And, um, you know, I did it. And it's a lot of work because you have to get up in the morning. You have to do it, like, really early in the morning. And you have to not take any of the meds, morning meds. And at that time, I was taking Adderall. Mm-hmm. I was taking gabapentin. Or no, I was taking, yeah, I was taking gabapentin. And for me, gabapentin, like, it's really hard to not take it in the morning. Because for me, it was really bad with all symptoms if I skip a dose. I don't know how else it is for other people yeah. in the morning. Oh, yeah. But if I skip a dose. I take that at night, sorry. too. I take gabapentin oh, at night. Oh, for me, I take it in the morning. I take it in the morning. So at the time when I was, yeah, well, Beatron, I was taking this. You have to not take any of your meds in the morning because mm-hmm. it messes up stuff. So I had to go there, and, like, I was taking the train in the morning, and it was a hike <laughs> um, to get down the hospital. And I had to go with people because you can't leave there by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, none of my friends have cars. And, yeah, I was a must in the morning. And um, it, it's a process. You have to sit there. You have to wait. Then, you know, so it, it, the first, the second time I went back doing that the first day, it was just like, yeah, you have to dry your mouth. You know, you sit there and you wait, 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 because, like, apparently there's, like, a line of people, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it was kind of weird and scary coming back a second time doing it, but. Yeah. Um, Where did so you have it done? Just, that, like, did you have it done, like, in an outpatient place, or? Yeah, it was, yeah, no, yeah, it was outpatient. Like, I went home, like, yeah. that day, that morning. Oh. Like. It's like 30 seconds and you're done and you wake up and you're there for an hour and, but you're confused and stuff, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you go home and you have headache and, you know, but you try to go on with your day. And I had six sessions done and it was the best day you ever had to be. I kind of wish I did it the first time around, but I was, but see, the first time around, I was hospitalized, and mm-hmm. I had the first one done inpatient. I left. I didn't go back to the second one because it was the like, I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. you know. That was a problem. I kind of wish I wouldn't have went back, but now I, when I did it the second time around, I am glad I stuck with it. So, yeah, it was, like, the best thing ever. So, do you remember? Every, do you remember yeah, the um, right after? No, heck no. Mm-hmm. Um, even people that 
walked with me home. I couldn't remember what house I lived in. And I was living with roommates at the time. I was walking down the street, like, one session. I'm like, I can't remember where I live. Wow. And they're like, you live here. Yeah. I couldn't remember for a minute. Like, it's just really disoriented. Yeah. You have short-term memory for a little bit. I mean, it goes away. Like, it's been, what, 15, 16, it's been three, four years. I mean, I'm fine now. Um, But, like, during that time, it really messes with you. I mean, yeah, some people, I mean, I had a really good experience. But, yeah, some people messes with them for years and years. But, Mm -hmm. I, you know, some people like me, it worked. And, I mean, it doesn't work for everyone, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say, you know, it's the best thing in the world, you know, um, but I just had a really good experience from it. And I'm down to like three months now. Um, so, and I'm like taking a shower and getting out of bed and eating and working again. And, you know, so, and I haven't been in the hospital for like, what, three, four years now. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like a real game changer yeah. for you. Yeah. And I'm just getting tired, though, of these, like, new age doctors that are like, oh, yeah, ECT is bad, bad, bad. <laughs> and why is it still around? And I'm like, well, yeah, it might be junk, junk science, but it still works for some people. Yeah. You know? It doesn't so, sound like it was junk yeah. in your case. You know? Yeah, so. right, right. It's got to be something there, to there's it. There's some of these doctors that are like that Peter Bertin or whatever the hell his name is. I, I don't know. I'm definitely some of the stories. But anyways, um, yeah, it's just everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it really, it really worked for me. Yeah. Um, there's a stigma yeah. attached to it even without, like, even separate from the doctors as far right. as there's, I can tell. Because in movies, it's portrayed as like, Oh, you're awake. You're not awake. They put you to sleep. You don't feel it. This and that. I'm really tired of like the Hollywood movies are like, oh yeah, you're awake and this and that. It's bad. And I'm like, no, it's not. I, I scream every time I see a movie and like it's portrayed as bad. And like they, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah movies. Yeah. Movies like portray yeah. it as like a torture almost. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, if you ever see Requiem for a Dream when she gets uh-huh. CPT treatment, I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is scary. <laughs> that movie freaked the crap out of me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I know. I yeah. can't watch it again. I mean, it was really good, but I'll never me watch neither. it again. <laughs> me neither. I was like, oh, my God, after that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a big stigma around that, too. So, um. Yeah, there's a big stigma around that. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it saved my life. It really did. I, I don't go around pushing people to get a ton, but, like, I just say, hey, it saved my life, and I just leave it at that. So, yeah. So, I mean, I do feel bad for people that have got it done and it didn't work, but I just say, hey, it worked for me. So, yeah. Well, it sounds like if you're. You know, if nothing else can stabilize you and you're did, kind of yeah, like a last resort, then it might be worth it. You never know. Yeah. 
It surprises me that you said that there are a lot of doctors that don't like it because I've read some articles that are actually, you know, pointing out the good that it does for some people. So, you uh, know, um, yeah, I have too, but I've also read like, yeah, these new age doctors that are like really pushy, like, oh, it's junk science and this and that. We got to push toward the, you know, uh, it's all in your mind. Do yoga, do this, do that, which is cool and all, but like, hey, it's a chemical. They're pushing toward the whole, like, it's not a chemical imbalance. I'm like, uh, yes, it is. So, you know, um, I'm on this yeah. other website. There was this big debate over this. And, yeah, I'm just like, I, I yeah, I, I, I'm going to spend five hours talking about this. But, like, yeah, it's, there are a lot of doctors that are taught, like, yeah, ECT works. But then there are a lot of doctors that say, oh, it doesn't and it's bad and it can this, that, and everything else. And, mm-hmm. um it's just, you know, everyone's different and um there was there was a time that they wanted to like ban it. Yeah. And um I'm just like, no, you know. So what's that other thing that I keep forgetting that oh shit, it's it's the newer version, not the newer version, the starts with the W, the uh, hmm. uh metal thing that they do. What is that called? A metal thing? And maybe No, it's not a metal thing. Um shit, now I can't think of it. They just came out with it a couple of years ago, they put this thing on your head and um oh shit. I, when I get online again, I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll try and find it too I, and put it in the show notes. Um Is it like someone talked about it? A magnetic it's thing? A new, yeah, ma- yes, what is that called? <sighs> I can't remember. It's someone's name. It starts with a W or something like that. It's like a magnetic thing. Yeah. I'm kind of familiar with I what you're it, talking about. I can't remember what it's called, though. I can't remember what it's called, either. But I heard that's not really working or something like that recently. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it's called, either. Um... I'm like, no, I like the I like the old fashioned thing what happened yeah. to you, so I generally think that magnets are pretty much nothing anyway. <laughs> I don't agree with any well, of that. I have a, um so the other issue I have um I have a I have hydrocephalus. I'm sorry, hydrocephalus. So I have a VP shunt and um I could never get that other thing done anyways. Mm-hmm. So, um, it would never have worked on me. Like, my shot would have been ripped out of my head. Yeah. The magnetic thing. Um, so, and the, um, EC was, on, or the ECT was only done, like, half my brain. I could have never gotten a full, um, the full brain, or the full EC cut. It was only done, like, half my head. Oh, uh, so oh, because of your. I could never. It was only done on the side that the shunt wasn't up. My shunt's on the right side of my brain, only the left side was done. Oh, okay. So, um, they never, because they were, it couldn't, the shunt's on the right side, they didn't want to, like, um, they didn't want to touch that. So yeah. it was only done on, like, half my head. That makes so, sense. So, yeah, if I did the magnetic thing, the shunt would have been, like, ripped out. <laughs> They're like, no, no. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, that's scary. 
So do you have yeah, to like so. make sure to stay away from like heavy heavy duty magnets and stuff or no, 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 nothing like that. But oh. that's funny. No, but like just the way <laughs> that's hilarious. But uh, no, I have huge magnets. But no, just stuff hooked up to my medical stuff, like that hooked up to my brain and mm-hmm. stuff like that. No, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just a thing. Um, yeah, it's just a medical thing and brain injury when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, when I had ECT done, only like half my head was done or like it was only put on the electrodes were only put on like half the brain. Yeah. So I never had a full one done. I just wonder if I had a full one done, I wonder I wonder what that would do like actually. But yeah, no like I said, I was on like nine beds and now it's out of thirty. So I take a thyroid wow. medication, so yeah, I I was on nine. So my doctor's good too. I have a really good doctor problems. I mean he's crazy as fuck, but he's like <laughs> really good. So no, I'm serious. He's an old, old guy. Like, I think he's in his, like, late 70s. Wow. <laughs> but, like, he's been practicing forever. He's crazy. But I love him to death, and I need to, like, clone him. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> but, um, and he's for, like, the welfare. He's for, like, the poor, too. I had him when I was on, like, poor people's insurance. I mean, I have regular insurance now, so I still have that as my doctor. Um, but, like, when I first moved here, I had, like, no insurance, so I had to go through like the county and yeah, those doctors don't give a fuck. But um Yeah. Yeah, but, that's yeah. where I'm doing right now is I'm going through the county and I mean it's nice they because don't, I don't have to pay for it, but But like they look at you for like five seconds and just like blah 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 blah. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. But I keep yeah. playing around with like going and finding a like a practice or something. But it's hard to give up a free thing. So your job doesn't offer insurance, seriously? No, they do. So my insurance still pays them, but I don't have a copay. Oh, okay. What about buying insurance? Huh? What about buying insurance? Buying insurance? Well, yeah, I don't... I used to deal with... I used to work for Blue Cross Blue Shield back in Michigan. I know everything. What about <laughs> buying insurance? Well, like, I mean... I know everything about insurance. I mean, I have, I have insurance. It's just... Uh, the copay is kind of high. Pay, okay. Oh, so, copay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. What about, so you don't go through like a, you said that you go through like mail order, you said? Oh, my, my prescriptions are mail order now because my insurance made me switch because I, I know. Your I prescri- insurance made you switch. Yeah. Okay, they switched like, there. Are they affordable or No. Yeah, I think for the most part, they pretty much are. It's a three-month supply, so, like, you kind of get hit hard all at once, and then... Right, right, yeah. But you do you have three months' worth, so you don't have to do that, like, for a while. Do so, they give you, like, an RX, like, coupon by any chance? They're supposed to. Mail order is supposed to. You have to ask, though. Oh, no. Okay, you can ask. Yeah, you have to ask. It's like the law. <laughs> oh, yeah. So does it just give you, like, a percentage yeah. off or something? Yeah, it's supposed to give you a percentage off if you're income-based. Is it like, yeah, if you're income-based, it's like the law. So you need to call your, who's your mail order by HP? I might know uh, who it is. Express Scripts. Oh, okay, yeah, you need to call them on Tuesday, and um, you need to ask them, like, hey, I'm income-based, like, um, you, they need to provide you with, like, a coupon 
Now, if you were going to like Walgreens or CVS or Target or something, they would be able to provide you with like coupons monthly for prescriptions. Hmm. Or even the manufacturer should be able to provide you with coupons. Interesting. I'm going to have to try that when I yeah. start filling the Vraylar. Right now, the Vraylar, she's just giving me like sample packs, so I haven't had to pay for oh, it yet. That definitely, oh my God, that definitely should be getting coupons for that. Yeah, because that's, that's expensive. I looked that it up. Came out. You should definitely, definitely be getting coupons for that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh my God, gosh. For sure. Because that just came out. There's no generic yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely should be getting coupons. Yeah, I'm going to look I'm into that then. I'm surprised the insurance company is making you go to the order. That's kind of weird. Well, it's like they're, the insurance company outsources, I guess, their, um, med- their, uh, prescription coverage. So they have a different company. Like Express Scripts, is there a prescription coverage thing? This evening gives you coupons. Yeah, the new the that new one you should definitely be getting coupons for sure. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid when I start for to sure. fill it, like <laughs> what it's gonna cost. I mean, it's yeah. not as much as if I didn't have insurance, but I looked at it and for how much is your copay for that? I'm curious. Or are you getting samples right now? Well, for the Vraylar, I'm getting samples right now, but my, oh my I, to buy it just straight out at the pharmacy, it was like $600 or something, maybe more. How How is that working for you? I'm curious. I, I like it so far. I mean, I was on Seroquel before and. Yeah, it, oh my God, Seroquel. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I remember when it first came out and I was taking it and yeah, no, never again. So that was the second time I was taking it. It was the first time I like quit it because it made me so like groggy and like tired and stuff. So I quit taking it and was stupid about things. And this time I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a fair chance. I'm going to keep taking it. But man, it still made me super groggy at all the time. And like, do you know, did you take it during the day or at night? I look at it at night. And it's still... Yeah, of course. Okay, you take it at night, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, too. Okay. Like, some people start to take it during the day. I'm like, what? <laughs> and also, you should help me with my anxiety. Yeah. the other thing. Yeah, it did help with anxiety and, like, intrusive thoughts and stuff. Um, but... No, I never had intrusive thoughts. It just helped with anxiety and it helped me sleep. But then I ate, like, a pig and ate a ton yeah. of weight. So I said, F this. Yeah, so my doctor now is really good with like weight stuff and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm still having weight trouble, so I'm just trying other things. So yeah, but yeah. So um, I was gonna say something else. But yeah, this Vaylar. How do you pronounce it again? Vaylar. It's V R A Y. So yeah, how is this? Like, it's for the bipolar, correct? Yeah, it's for bipolar and. Well, from what I read on their website, they specifically said for mixed episodes. So, yeah, I haven't had any of. I mean, I had that one little tiny manic episode. Remember when the weather changed? I told you guys about. Yeah, I mean, that was it. That's yeah. a tiny, tiny, tiny one. So you're pretty much Paratory. stable, though, aren't you? Yeah, I don't remember when I said every time I'm stable, I think I need something. <laughs> you yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even my therapist said I saw her Thursday and. She's like, yeah, that usually happens. So, huh? yeah, I, I'm just curious because every time I go to my psychiatrist, he's been given like sample packets. I see mine as that. 
Yeah. I'm just curious, like, how it's been for everyone. I know Jim's on it or whatever. Yeah. Jim doesn't seem to like it as much. I'm sorry, what'd you say? So how is it working for you? Um, I think it's working really well for me. It doesn't make me groggy at all. So that's all gone, and that's great. It doesn't make me um, extra hungry or anything like that. And I actually asked my doctor when I went to see her, and she prescribed me, or she started giving me the Vrelar, about the weight issue. That's why I wanted to switch. And she looked it up and said that weight gain was only reported in like 2% of the people. So I think that was a pretty good average. I was like, okay, I'm willing to try that and take those odds. And it hasn't made me overeat or anything, so. Okay, that's cool. So hopefully I can lose some of that Seroquel weight. How much are are you taking now, and how much do you have to gradually work up to, like, make it work and stay? Well, right, you start at, I think it's 1.5 milligrams. Okay. And then I'm up to 3 now. It goes 1.5 to 3 to 4.5. And And that's what you're going to stay at, or, like? I mean, what's the max, or how much you take a day, or, like, what? I think 4.5 might be the max. It's not very much. Um, yeah, okay. But she said that if I'm doing well on 3, there's no point in changing it. So, so far, so good. I don't know. I still have tiny fluctuations. You know what I mean? It's uh, right, right. It's better, but right. I don't know. I don't think it'll ever be gone. Plus, I the borderline is makes it hard to determine what's working sometimes because medicine doesn't work for that. It's like a personality you know, I thing. Have a question, I have a question about that. Like, so it, so there's like no medication for that, is there? No, I, I mean... someone that just has like borderline personality disorder and that's it, apparently. And like, he apparently takes no medication for that. Yeah. Or well, there's, he's a... I mean, you can take stuff for the symptoms, like you can take an anti-anxiety medicine, um, but that right. doesn't treat I mean, the illness. Really takes nothing. Yeah. I mean, he says he takes nothing, which I'm like, he's on Twitter. Has you heard of like Borderline Waterloo or whatever that one guy? Mm. Uh, he's from. Um, I might follow him. The, He's what's the one guy? Oh, he's he's doing a campaign. Uh, now I can't think. What is it called? Um, oh, he's like doing a walk or a run or something like that. No, it's not a walk or a run. It's on like August eighteenth. Um, Maybe I don't follow him. It doesn't sound too familiar. You'll know him. You follow him. I've seen you. I know you follow him. So okay. I'll, I'll think of his name. He's thinking the guy's name. I want to be his name. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I was curious how like everyone's doing. I know, like, I know Jim apparently is not, doesn't like it apparently. Yeah. He said it makes him jittery, I guess, which is, I so, mean, like, it's a strange. Jim, is, does Jim just have bipolar or that or like what? Yeah. I think he has or bipolar too. Bipolar too. Okay. Yeah. That's what he said, anyway. But yeah, I saw that he's not really doing well on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah maybe he's like getting. Yeah, maybe he's getting like restless legs or something, and that's what it is. Because that's so common. You know, that's so why I'm on the gabapentin. Out? I don't think. Oh, I was on gabapentin. So. I was on um, 
Now, what else do you take? You don't mind me asking besides yeah, sure. that. I take, so I take the Vralar, um, 200 of Lamictal. Um, I used to be on Lamictal. It did not work for me. That was the first time I started the ECP, too. Oh, really? Lamictal, yeah, well, it helps, it helps somewhat. It, it's more helps with, like, the depression end. And then I think Vralar helps with the mania end. <laughs> It's weird. Okay. I'm not exactly okay. sure how it works, but she has me on both. Right. And um, I'm on a Fexer, like 110 milligrams. Yeah, I've never been on that. What is that like? Like, what is that for exactly? That's like one of the. Med- I'm like a pill book, but I've never been on that. <laughs> it's what an is that SNRI, for? an SNRI. It's a an antidepressant, essentially. So it doesn't bother me. Although, I wonder, I think when uh, I switched from... What are the side effects for that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't seem to have any. As far as I can tell. I mean, the main side effects for me are always, like, grogginess and... um, Oh, wait, you know what? Effects wait a minute. I was was on a little bit the new... I take that back. I had been on a little bit before I got on the chat. Mm-hmm. The new version, I was actually for like two months. Restoril, I was on the new version. I was on it for two months. I I was on it. I was there's a newer version that you came out called Restoril. Vistoril, um, yeah. Restoril, I was on it for two months. I gained so much fucking weight. I got off it. Really? I gained like forty pounds. Yeah, I gained like forty pounds. It worked, let me tell you. But I gained like forty fucking pounds in two months. Oh. See, that's the thing. It's like... This was last summer. Because I was freaking... I went through a situation. I was losing it. But I gained like 40 pounds in two months. But I barely ate. It was like... I don't know what the deal was. Like, but as soon as I got off it, I'm like, I can't do this. I mean, it worked great, you know? Yeah. The situation I was going through. Um, But I gained like 40 pounds in two months. I'm like, forget this. Yeah. Got off it, lost all the weight. Wow. Um, yeah, restoral. But the thing is, it just came out. Like, my insurance covered it. It was two fucking grand. Whoa. I didn't have this. Yeah, two grand. Two grand, because there was no generic. There's not going to be a generic. This was 2007, so this was last summer. I think there's a generic, or maybe next summer. Yeah, two grand, if oh, I yeah. didn't have the insurance. Yeah, there's a generic, yeah, because that's what I, I have, is the generic. But, uh... Yeah, wow. Restoril was the, yeah. I'm like, I can't do this, so I got off it. Yeah. yeah. I, I only yeah, take I it, like, like, every once in a while as needed, so hopefully it doesn't... Yeah, I remember yeah. it was Restoril. Yeah. So, yep, yep. So, hmm. yeah. but, um, yeah, I remember taking that, because I was, like, losing it one weekend, and then just, like, over a situation, and I was, like, I was screaming at him and Dr. Abrams, and it's, like... Yeah. Hmm. So, um, cause he wanted to put me back. Yeah, there, there was a situation going on and I was just like, yeah, so he put me on Ristoril mm-hmm. for a minute. I was on Thor, I mean, even though I was on, even though I had been on off of, off meds, I was put back on a couple things for a little bit, but then I got back off them. I was on Thorazine for a minute. Um, wow. I haven't been on Thorazine. That has to, like, really knock you out. Actually, it wasn't for me. I have a very high tolerance for crap. Very <laughs> high tolerance. Like, very, very high tolerance. 
Well, that's good. Like, well, yeah, that's not good. good and sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not because then you yeah. have to take more. <laughs> I mean, I can take one or 200 milligrams of trazodone at eight o'clock at night. I got up at like quarter to five this morning. So, wow. yeah, I've been up. Yeah, you pretty yeah. early. I do. I don't know why. I used to like sleep in. <laughs> like, yeah. I used to like my sleep. Thanks for talking to me. Do you talk? Yeah, if you want to talk later, you know my number, so. Awesome. Okay, all right. I'll talk to you later. Then. All right, later. Okay. Bye. Bye. And thanks to Becky for being part of the program, part of the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I think that, uh, that was a really informative and uh, helpful interview, and I hope everybody else thinks so, too. All right. Well, as always, you can find me at Becky at thatbword.com. You can find all of my past episodes at www.thatbword.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at thatbword1 or on Facebook at thatbwordpodcast. And you can also find me on Pinterest if you care to take a look. Oh, and don't forget that that B word does have a voicemail now. Um, it is 330-353-9633. And feel free to call and leave your story on there or um, just say hi. I've also started a Patreon. So if you'd like to contribute to the podcast, you can do so on patreon.com slash that B word. And I have plans to set up a special feed for Patreon subscribers uh, to give them a little extra content go throughout the month. So if you're so inclined, then I'd really appreciate it. And speaking of things to be appreciative of, I'd really love it if you guys would all give me a rating or a review at iTunes or wherever you receive your podcasts from. It really helps me out and uh, lets me know what kind of job I'm doing. So make sure to write those reviews. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being with me this week. And I really appreciate uh, all the listens and, and everything you, you do for me. Um, it really means a lot. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye.